0: Welcome to another wonderful moment with myself, Leoline Hines, and Mia Cohen. And once again, we are covering being the, the salt of the earth, virtuous women. And today we are going to be talking about the powerful woman of God, Deborah doom 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 we should have some music to go with that okay so I'm actually um I'm actually here updating my name and what I want to do is for those who are watching that may not have seen our last episode and aren't familiar with your faces if you would please I'm Lea Lean, and then Mia introduce yourselves tell us who you are and tell me about your ministry your business what you do
1: So my name is Leoline Hines. Uh, I am a daughter of the Most High God. I am married to a wonderful man. His name is Terrence Hines. We've been married for 28 years. And I love him today like I did the first day I met him. Um, And that is nothing but God. Uh, We do have three beautiful children and we thank God for them. Um, I have a passion um, for heavenly marriages, that marriage will reflect the glory of God. And so my, one of my ministries that I do is to equip um, sisters who are married and those who want to be married um, to be in that position so they can declare um, that marriage is good. Um, so often marriage is given a bad rap, but I think that's because we're not doing it the way God designed us to do it. And I believe if we get in the word of God and apply those principles as women in our marriages, um, as well as the men a planet to their life, we can't help but get what God said we will have, which is a heavenly marriage. so um, again, that's what I do, one of the things that I'm involved in and very passionate about. so thanks me, um, dear, for having me, and I'll turn it over to Mia. Hi, Mia.
2: Hi. Amen. So glad you guys chose to tune in with us again today. My name is Mia Cohen. I'm an author, entrepreneur. Um, My company is called Favor Cosmetics, and um, I also have a children's book called Young Gifted Anointed, when we teach children how to cultivate there gifts to the anointing at an early age. Um, I also, I'm one that um, uses my platform. I've been 17, um, 18 years um, of abstinence, um, abstaining from um, any kind of um, sexual gratification or, or anything, you know? And so I, I, I do that because I, um, tell people that holiness is still a standard, and I do believe that you can still be um, single, saved, and on fire for the Lord, doing it the right way, and so that's what I teach um, um, people when I go and um, do seminars or conferences, and so just glad to be here today to advance the kingdom
0: of God, you know. Amen, that's amazing. Thank you, leoline and Mia. Um, I know Leoline I s- attend her Um, wife school or um, be his choice and not his settlement class. I think it's so amazing and I thank you because as you teach that the older women should be teaching and raising up the younger women in the body of Christ, that we do um, carry ourselves as godly women. And Mia, thank you so much. Um, I have been a user of your makeup line. It's amazing. I still need to get your book, especially because I have a gifted child. And um, mm-hmm. I just know you, your character, um, and you also, you, you haven't mentioned this yet, but she's a, a prophetic dancer. So she ministers um, through dance, which is so powerful and amazing. Um, if you all don't know me, my name is Dio Veris Lopez. I do a little bit of everything. I'm on everybody's uh, live, everybody's show. Um, I, um, nevertheless, I'm an author. I'm a minister. Um, I'm a makeup artist, an artist. I'm a mother um, and I I just have my hands in a lot, but it's just because it's the grace of God that allows me to um, perform in such a way. And I just bless him. I honor him now for this platform and for you. Um, Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for your consistency and for your eagerness to learn more. And so we're just going to get straight into it. Sweet honey girl, Deborah, Listen, I have, I didn't even know like that this would be going on as far as us talking about virtuous women in the Bible, but for at least a month and a half or so, I've been in judges four and five, like constantly. And I'm like, why? But this woman is so amazing. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, her character, um, her leadership, her role and all these things about her just really, um, amaze me. And I want to start off, um, I want to start off with a couple things that the Lord placed on my heart. So when I think about Deborah, um, she was a prophetess, but I, I, I think about her um, keen discernment, right? That's the first thing that comes to my mind. And so I really want to pull up the word discernment in the Bible. And I love to go to the original text. I'm that extra person. Give me the Hebrew and the Greek all day long. Um, and so I'm going go to go <laughs> to the Hebrew version of the word discernment because I think it's just very important that we know the root words and their meanings. Because, honey, the uh, Bible has been translated a billion times. So things get lost in translations. We want to get to the root of it. We want to know what the truth is, right? And so discernment in um, the Old Testament is ta'am, um, ta'am, T-A-A-M, and it means to taste, and it means judgment, Mm. and other translations mean to be discreet, it can mean sanity, flavor, taste, hey, we talking about salt, Jesus, that that we are, that we
1: are, she was definitely definitely tasteful, definitely tasteful,
0: tasteful, oh my Mm -hmm. gosh, So that discretion and that discernment she had was so amazing. And that's one of the main things I really want to talk about when it comes to her, but also that she was a judge. And, um, you know, when I think about a judge, of course, first thing I think about is the court, right? But then I really want to understand what does that mean? Because she wasn't, I mean, she was a um, a person that they trusted her judgment, which is her discernment, Mm -hmm. right? and to judge the verb means a form to form an opinion or conclusion about but for her to be the one that they go to the the whole they, you know Israel goes to 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 trust that what she can form an opinion of or conclude is from god i think is amazing and it's a great start for us to talk about women and their role Um, as virtuous women and being women who are are judged, can judge well. So I'm going to just take it to Mia real quick for, to just get your take on all of that. Elise.
2: Okay, so when I, when I was reading, um, I've I've always been a a really big fan um, of Deborah. You know, if people have your women in the um, Bible and characters, but um, what stuck out is um, even when you um, look at the meaning of her name, it means be. And so um, and when I began this, um, when I looked at that, I said, maybe the emphasis was put on that particular um, type of inset, because we know that in, with the bees, we know how the queen bee, you know, we know how she sets order. We know that she is like the top, you see what I'm saying? And and, and she, she runs... Uh, um, She runs a tight ship and they honor and respect her, you know. And so I was like, you know, they put emphasis on that particular um, um, inset because of the way, you know, the way it goes and everything. But when I think about Deborah, I think about a woman that had a godly balance, you know, and so she was a wife. She was a judge. You know she was a righteous judge as you said before it said that the children would come under the palm tree of deborah and you know seek her for godly counsel seek her for for discernment and in order for them to continue to come back that means they esteemed her in a way to where they know she was fair you see what i'm saying she wasn't she you know they didn't get a tape for her where she's crooked or she only you know judge you know give to the um to the rich people, whatever they didn't have that kind of discernment. They they um they picked up that she judged righteously, you know. And so even with her being a wife, you know, um to her husband, when I begin to read, I'm like, this was a woman that knew her place and knew her position, and she had a godly balance. When I went on down, even with Barack, he said, "I'll go if you go," and he had that much. He 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 understood and respected the wisdom that she had, and he literally wanted to hear from God's spokesperson before he pursued. And and when I read that, I was just like, wow, he didn't even want to go unless she went with him. Now, the thing that got me with that was that even with judges, and we think about judges, we do hold them in high esteem. A lot of them, they give, um, they give verdicts. They give instructions. You know, um, they give mandates. But it's not—it's not a lot of times that you see them go down with those who are in the trenches. And so she didn't say anything like, "I'm a judge. I'm not going to go down with you." She went with them. She said, "Okay, I'll go." And the wisdom—even when this lady was on a battlefield, she still had the wisdom of God, because she told him today, "Up oh, today, this is today that you go." and pursue. And what did he do? He honored and respected the God in her to the point to where he got up. He took his thousands of troops with him, I wanna say it was 10 thousands, and he pursued and God gave them the victory. And so when I look at that, I'm like, she had to be a very godly woman that was connected to the true vine because she had a balance in everything that she did. And it wasn't just a balance of skill set. It was a godly balance. And so I think we can really take from that. Because oftentimes we we, we hold high positions. Um, Women, they hold high positions in the workplace. And when they get home, they want to dictate that same thing. It's hard for for a lot of times, not all women, but it's hard for a lot of women who are um, at a high level or high position in their job when they dictate and give authorities to come in at their home and submit up under that. But she did it. She did it, she had such a godly balance to where none, nothing interfered with anything else. It ran consecutively and it flowed. And that was one of the things that really stuck out to me. This lady was good at everything that she did, but she didn't, she wasn't haughty. She was very humble. She just didn't give instructions to the people. She even went down with those in the trenches and said, he said, I won't go if you go. She said, okay, I'll go. Let's go. You know, that meant something when yes. I was raised. And I was like, wow, you mean, it?" I mean, wh- what? Humble. So, yeah, I was kind of on cloud 10 because I've already loved Deborah. I love Deborah anyway. But when I was reading it over, I was like, I'm about to jump out this room.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think that is so amazing. Thank you so much for I, I, for mentioning how, she was going down into the trenches. Like, she wasn't too good, you know, too high up Then You got people like that, you know, especially women. That's what we're talking about, that, you know, I'm, I'm high and mighty. I can't touch, you know, I can't touch that. No, she was, she was in the hills and in the valleys, and she was okay with that. And I, I want to just kind of go back up real quick to her titles. Um, she was a prophet and a wife and a judge. She held court people came to her in the matters of justice and i wanted to come to you about that leahlene because she was a prophet which means she for she she had insight and foresight you know she was trusted to be a voice of the lord in that time but she was also a wife and then she was also a judge you know she was discerning so with all those titles can you from in a today's perspective like Can you share with me, like, what does that look like in a woman today?
1: I think the most important thing that I see in her is that she had a relationship with God. And you're unable to do all of those things without having a relationship with God. He gives you godly balance, right? Um, In today's world, they say you can't have it all. No, you can't have it all, but you can have whatever God intends for you to have. And the only way you can know that is by, again, having a relationship with Christ. And I'm I'm interested to see, because what we we saw is that she said, um, she was stirred up uh, because of people's condition. So she was sitting there, you know, and you know, they had sinned again, turned their back on God. And she doesn't sit there and say, okay, well, do what you want. Something inside of her got stirred up. Again, speaking of her relationship with Christ, people are in a condition that God didn't intend. What can I do about it? And so that's that's what that's what a, um, one of the roles as a wife, you see the condition of, of of your home, condition of the people, your neighbor, whatever, and you get stirred and you get stirred into godly action. And again, you can't do those things, any of those things. If you don't have a relationship with Christ, the discernment she received came from Christ. The fact that she honored her husband, even though she had a position in the county or in the city or whatever, wherever you are, she honored him. She she was a woman that was in authority, but she was also was under authority. And if you notice the way she went to Barak, it wasn't it wasn't rude. It's was like you're not doing a good job. You're horrible. You're awful. She said she reminded him, didn't the Lord say that you can do A, B, and C? She encouraged him in the acts, and quite often, as as wives, we don't encourage any acts. We belittle, we put down, we destroy, and that's not what she did. She knew that she had a calling. She knew she heard from God, but because he was the leader of the Tambara, she approached him in a way that was graceful and kind that caused him to have action to the point where he said, listen, I hear you. I'm going to go but I'm gonna go unless you go with me. And that's what order, that's what a godly person, that's what a godly woman brings forth in a person. When she operates in order, when she operates in godliness, when she operates in the character of God, she can get movements to happen on behalf of God. And that's what I saw in her. So you can have balance, yes, and it's possible. And if it's not possible, it would not have been in the Bible. It's in the Bible because God is showing us that you and I can have that too. But you know what? She was a woman of God. She put God first. And because she did, she's able to navigate all those waters and all those things that God called her to. Now, what he called her neighbors to, because sometimes we get caught up in what somebody else is called to. What are you called to do? Mm-hmm. What is your role? What is God saying for you to do in that day, in that season, in that time? And that is really, really important. Sometimes we, um, we shift seasons. Sometimes we're in a season where we need to do A and we're doing B, and we can't do that. You have to hear from God, what season am I in? and operate and function in your giftings in that season that's called order so that's where that's what i got from her she was stirred up my people are not listen we're living below our means we got god's got more for us than this but why are we in this position did we neglect god what did we do and she's like no 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 we have to get better than this we have to do it So I I just encourage you ladies, get stirred up. Look at the condition you're living in. Look at your families, whatever, and get stirred up to something because God wants to move. He wants to shake, and he wants to use us just like he did, Deborah, to shake and shift our families from where they are to where God wants them to be. So get stirred up, ladies. Get stirred up. It's not about just um, going to church and coming home. What is God calling you to do? What does he stir you to do in your family? What's he starting you to do in your home, in your neighborhood, on your job, wherever you are? He is stirring us up in this season because God wants to bring about his change, his glory on the earth, and he wants to use us. Just like you use Deborah to bring about that change. So get stirred up ladies and go forth and do what God is calling you to do in decency and in order, under authority and in authority. Go forth and do what God is calling you to do. Don't be afraid. Go
0: forth. Go forth and do it. I am stirred. I am stirred. Like, I'm just like, oh my gosh, because it's true. And something, something so powerful you mentioned was she was under authority. Mm -hmm. And then in authority, you know, and I I really want to hear you all's take on that. There's two things I want to mention. One thing I noticed, too, about her, you know, going to Barack boldly Mm -hmm. in her calling, did not, did God not tell you to do such and such? Did he not tell you, go ahead to do that? So she was reminding him, she was being that voice of God to that man, reminding him of what God told him to do. Um, And so the power a woman has to uh, direct a man without being um, haughty and like um, tearing her home down or anyone down, but the power that God has given us women to bring direction to a man in his calling, in his assignment, right? Mm -hmm. So I want to, I, I know Mia has so much wisdom as well about being under authority, and then in authority. I want you to talk about that, Mia. Give people a, a, a plain-as-day take on that, and then let's talk about b- women being um, the voices, and women being um, the, having the ability to bring direction to a man's calling. Absolutely. So, you know, the Bible... Um
2: says that a wise woman build her house but, but a fool tears it down with his mouth so there there there's power in your words and oftentimes as apostle Lillian was saying it's not really how it's not really what you say it um it's it's oftentimes a lot of times how you say it and i remember um a few years ago i was teaching at a bible study and i told them i said and this is the analogy that the lord had given me in a man and in a woman in a man there, you you can either speak to, there, there, there's a king in them, you know, and there's and and then there there are, are like issues or what, whatever you speak to is gonna grow. If you speak to insecurities, that's what you're gonna see a lot of because we don't understand the power that we have in our mouth. You know, that's what the Bible when when the Bible says things always tell them it, it's for a reason. When they said a a sanctified wife, sanctified, that is very true. That's very true, and the Bible says those things. It's true, and so whatever you speak to is gonna grow. If you see an issue, then that issue is always gonna be present before you. But when you when you believe God and speak what it is that God said, in spite of in, in spite of what it is that you see, then you begin to see the manifestations of it. That's when you see a lot of wives say everything isn't meant to be said. A lot of times they go in prayer, um, you know. And I know possibly Link can, can expound on this a little bit more because she's married. Oftentimes when they see things that's not right, they go in prayer, you know, or even when they make suggestions, they come off as compliments. You have to be able to build them up. There's no way that you could talk down on a man and expect for him to be a king. You don't talk down on kings. And so what I what what came to me was that because of the way she 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 treated her husband and because of the way she ran her household. It was second nature for her to address Barat the way she did. And, and it came as her telling him who he was in God. D-d-d- you know, isn't this what it was? And so when men hear that, there's a mechanism in them that builds them up. Instead of saying, how you going to sit up there? You know, it's the way you say things. It's so it built her up. And guess what he said? Yeah, yeah, I'll go. I'll go, but I'll go if you go with me. And it's not like she went and took the lead. She let him be who it is that God called him to be. He was still in the position that he was in. She did not take the bull like a matador and say, oh, no, because I had to, um, you know, Take you by your ankles or your bootstraps and stuff. I'm going to lead the way. She didn't do that. Even when the time was right and the Lord gave her wisdom to pursue that day, she said, up. She said, this is the day. She didn't say, well, you better get up and go right. She didn't say that. She ministered to him, encouraged him, and allowed him to lead. And that's one of the things. That a lot of, not all, but often women are, are you know, there's a deficit in that in a lot of households because they begin to highlight what's not right you know, and instead of speaking what it is that God says, and a lot of times that's what a confusion come in. We want him to come up to a standard, and we want him to be this and be that, but that's not what he's hearing. He's hearing you speak to him like a child, and you know, to speak to a man like a child and expect for him to be a king, their their makeup is so different from ours. That's why women have to be king makers. That's the reason why we have to continue. to Men like to be affirmed, so you have to say that to have that hope thing like i don't need nobody I, I'm, I mean i'm a judge and stuff i don't need you i could do this on my own that's not how you're gonna get a king you know what i'm saying you have you have to affirm i mean i'm, I'm not a wife but i see her shaking her head so i must be saying something am i right yeah, you, you
1: absolutely absolutely right yeah okay right. and quite often when you talk to ladies they say i don't want to lie about him he's that but the bible says speak those things being at as though they are so you don't speak to where he is. You speak to where what God called him to. So you you deal with him on that level. You don't speak to him here because he's not there. You don't speak to a King like like he's on you know on a, on a chicken level. He's not. So you call the things out of him by your word. You call for the King in him. You know I I love the story of Abigail in the Bible. Let me not talk about Abigail today. But that, when she met David, that's what she did. She said, don't allow this to change who God called you to be. And that's what you have to do. You have to speak words of life. You cannot speak words of death into your marriage, into your children's life, into your neighbor's life, whoever, and expect them to come, to come alive. Whatever you, whatever you plant, that's going to grow. So if you want to see growth in a person, then you got to speak life into them. Life and death is still in the tongue. So, again, if you want to see life, you speak that. And you know what? Quite often, we're so focused um, in, 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 in life to focus on that, on that little thing that's bad. The person may have ninety things that's going right, but he has 10 things that are a little bit off, in our opinion, and we focus on the 10. And we forget all the other features in the person that's good. And we also forget that there are flaws in us. So, and then we want to be that little Holy Spirit. We want to be the one to fix them. Well, you don't know what needs to be fixed. It's God's man. I'm God's woman, and God is the one that wants to do the fixing. He's the potter, we're declared, but we want to get in a relationship, and we want to be the potter. Well I, you don't know how to mold this person. you don't know what molding the need you don't know you don't know all the internet about that person, so the best person to allow to mold is God, and the way to do that is going in prayer, Lord, you see what's going on. meet the need of him because God knows best. I don't, but I tell you by getting in the prayer closet. God will take care of me and it in the situation. And quite often we also look and point outwardly, well, he is an, or she is, but you have to look at yourself. What's going on with you? What's God trying to do in you as well? So again, men need to be affirmed. And as a virtuous woman, as a, as a, and as Deborah did, she affirmed, she, uh, she validated, she reverenced, she respect, which is very important to a male, reverence and respect, critical she approached them in the correct way, she was, she didn't hold back what God was saying, but she, she, um, she shared the word with grace, with confidence, and that's important, it doesn't mean you don't speak, it does mean when you speak though, you speak as an oracle of God, you speak with which is, which is speech uh, nicely seasoned with salt, the salt mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit, with kindness, you know, and even if you have to bring a word of correction, even that you do with kindness, because God said he chastens those whom he loves, And sometimes we think because we have to correct um, maybe a kid or whatever, that we have to be like this. We got to be harsh. We got to tear them down. No, you don't tear down God's children. Every child is a child of God. Mm-hmm. Every man is a child of God. And we, and we, if we are representing God correctly, then we can't tear them down because that's not the heart of God. Our job is to build up. The same way God builds us up when he speaks to us, we have to build up. And so, In a relationship, as a virtuous woman, as a wise woman, I am, like you said, I am called to build my house. And if I tear my husband down, then I'm destroying my own house. And I will be the benefactor of a destroyed household. Mm. So I'm not called to destroy a household. I'm called to build it up. And nothing like words to build up a household, to build up a man into what God called him to be. So speak words of life. When you open your mouth, it should, life should come forth. The law of kindness should come forth from my mouth every time. When I, when I leave his presence, he should leave, I should leave him better than he was when I got in this presence. Most mm. of the life that's flowing through me from, from God the Father. But again, if you don't have a relationship with God, then you'll begin to talk crazy. But when I know who God is, when I know his power, when I know what he's able to do, when I know what, you know, how he can change, change situations around, when I know my word is the decree and it's going to come to pass, I got to watch what I speak. And so I decide, I make a decision every day that I'm going to speak life no matter what because God says that he's able to watch over his word, not my nagging and complaining to perform it, but his word. So if I speak the word of God, I am confident that God will bring that word to pass because that's what he promised me he will do. But again, nagging and complaining, uh, it don't get it done. But if I speak words of life, if I speak the word of God, it will get it done. So I honor the Lord today for his word. His word will never return to, to us void. And so I encourage us always speak words, speak the word of life. And that's the word of God.
0: Whew, Jesus. Let me tell you, <laughs> every time leoline where she goes off, you could, that's a Deborah for you right there. Listen, Mia, <laughs> I, you said something very powerful. You said that when she spoke to Barack and told him up, or the version I read, she said, Charge, this is the very day God is giving you victory. I even hear her words, just like you just said, Lealine. She, she spoke life. The What she spoke, you know, she didn't say, hurry up and get up, you got to go fight, nothing. She said, listen, God is giving you victory this day. Like, she spoke this life into him, and I thought that was so amazing. I'm going to tell you one thing that stuck out to me that I loved about Deborah. After she told him, charge, go ahead, fight, you don't hear her about her no more. It's like, you know, it's important to know your assignment, what, what it is you're called to do, what it is. She backed off completely after that. She was not in the picture until it was time to celebrate and to praise God because of the victory. I thought that was profound. Mm-hmm. What, what yes. do you say about that, Mia?
2: She knew her position. I mean, sometimes the charge is to, sometimes the charge is just to ignite the fire. Sometimes the charge is just to charge the person. But yeah, her knowing who she was, she also know why she was called out to the field with him. It wasn't because she was skilled in battle and she wasn't trying to be skilled in battle. One thing I tell people is that what you do, um, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. And even whether it be house, home, job, um, church, those kind of things run consecutively. And and I said that before because she knew how she esteemed and um, the kind of wife she was to her husband. It, It wasn't hard for her to take a back seat and allow this man to do what it is that he was called to do. She knew that she was there to charge and push him. And she knew... That he respected the God in her, because if that wasn't so, he wouldn't have asked her to come, and mm. so she came, but she came and she did what it is that God called her to do while she was there with him and stayed out the way. You see what I'm saying? It wasn't like a a, um, a, a tug of war. It wasn't like you know people trying like she wasn't power struck, mm. even though she knew she was vital in the victory. Her charge was to go and decree and declare what God has said to charge him. And when that happened, hey, she was out the way and she let him do what it is he was called to do. You know what I'm saying? And so sometimes we have to understand that if God say one and two, don't push it on three. You see Ooh, what I'm saying? Because a little, uh, uh, listen to this, a whole lot of God and a little bit of us still, still equals a mess. A whole lot of God and a little bit of self is still a mess. You right. know, it doesn't matter if we look at the whole equation and say, why well, did A and B right? When you begin to take it upon yourself to go into C, you distorted the will of God. So therefore, you know, that's what I always tell people. When you do it out of line, you're going to get out of alignment. You know what I'm saying? Those kind of things happen, but she didn't. And then I feel like that had everything to do with, first and foremost, her submitting to God submit which allowed her to submit to her husband to allow him to do his job she had a heart for God's people you Mm -hmm. know that was one of the things that stuck out she had a heart for God's people even when I read on they call her um like mother of Israel you know so it made me it made me look at it like you know this lady was like a mother Teresa almost you mm. see what I'm saying that mm-hmm. she was even with the children you know with the men you know her um me, you know her being able to go down amongst the people in the trenches, you know what I'm saying those type of things it was she was so w- well rounded and she had a godly balance, and the reason why she had a godly balance was because the father was first and foremost in her life, you know, and so I, that really stuck out her willingness um. To to do what it is it took for God to be glorified and for the people to be okay, you know what I'm saying? And so that those were the things that stuck out, and we can equate that now to um, even now our um, the the way we do things. You know, those who are desiring um, to be married, those who are dating and courting, those we you have to get yourself into the mindset um of those things you know honoring god you know make making room for god if you want the things of god making room for god not having a a a me myself and this is my you know we you have to get into the mode of those things if you really want god to bless you um you know, with the godly marriage or, or, or foundation or relationship, this is this is not just catering into like one arena, you know what I'm saying? Because we know, like I was saying before, the way we do anything is the way we do everything. It's, it's impossible. You know, we learn skill sets, of course, but it's impossible for us to be, I mean, like, you know, in a vein, in a particular area and then have everything else to be loose you know what i'm saying somewhere along the way there's a counterfeit you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. it really is you know and sometimes skill sets can offset and make it seem like you know we're in right standing but if you learn something over and over again you know you begin to perfect it doesn't mean that you're in right standing she proved to be in right standing with the people you know because they kept coming back for her to judge righteously you know she honored her husband she honored god for First and foremost she honored her husband and because she honored her husband then she knew how to speak to those who she was an authority to she knew what it like Apostle Eileen said she knew what it is to be in authority and under authority and i believe that had everything to do with the father being the core and the center of her life you know balance the, the, the bible says this um instability and an unbalanced person it's an abomination to the lord mm. it's an abomination that's what the bible says so you know we we have to take that and you know being instability like and also proverbs said he he makes my feet in even places what does even places mean when you when you look at spiritually when the lord begins to give you revelation of that has everything to do with integrity because, you know, we have people that walk in and walk out. You know, they walk like seesaw light, got the high heel on, got a flat shoe on. You make your place an even place. She was a woman that walked in even places. And it was proof. You know, we see this now. We're speaking about Deborah. So glory be to God. Glory be to
0: God. Amen. Amen. Yes, Lili, please just go straight into it.
1: I so, mean, you know, the Bible um, took the time to let us know she was the wife of, you know, uh-huh. He was the wife of, imagine what kind of wife she might've been that a husband would allow her mm. and be free with her going forth in ministry. He had to have been a supportive husband, you know, and you don't get support unless you give support. Mm. Whatever you receive is because she planted it. So you better believe she was planting stuff into his lap that he would release her to function in that way. Wow. You know, it's, it's funny because, um, you, someone may be saying, well, you know, how do I know I'm out of balance? What does that look like? What does that look like? And if I'm un, unbalanced, can I get back in balance? Yes, you can. Me talked about it a few minutes ago. If you put God first, and we all should, and I pray that we all able to, he will tell you, hey, I want you to get rid of this. Because not every good thing is the right thing for you at that time. And he will order your steps, you know? You may be a person that have young children, Right. You have a husband and young kids. Well, you can't be involved in everything outside the home. You've got children to grow up with your husband. So sometimes we want to do things in a season that is not the right season for. So again, if you're in tune with God, God will show you. Now it's time for you to prepare my hours or do this and do that. And so we don't want you to feel uh, condemned by it. What we want us to do is what we always do when God speaks to us, we make the necessary adjustment because we want to be women that's able to navigate all the places that God has called us to be. Some of Mm -hmm. us, He's called to be in the marketplace. He's called us to be a judge. He's called us to be prophets and priests. He called us to be in ministry, all of those things. And God is not going to call you to be in those things and cause you to destroy your home in the process. That's not God. So if your homes are being destroyed as you're pursuing ministry, then I want to question who called you to that. Because again, God is not calling you to destroy your home while mm. you pursue godly things the wow. home the wow. family was one of God's first thing he put in place so again, if your home is being destroyed because you're ministering to other people, but your children are not in place if your children are not in good, a good place your home is not in a good place then you got to stop that's that's an indication that you're not functioning in godly order wow. amen. So, again, wow. our first ministry is to the Lord, and then to her Macy, we're married, then to our children, and then to ministry. And people don't like to hear that because, again, we said it the last time in the last podcast, if your home is out of order, so will the church. So, again, I, 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 just, I plead with you, ladies and gentlemen, don't destroy your family for the sake of ministry. I don't think that's God's design. God is about family. Even in this season, as we going through the pandemic, you see families are coming back together. They're building a home altar, which we should have. You have a community with your, with your family. You have a devotion. With your family because God is about family. We need to have that foundation so the children can grow up in a healthy environment. So when we launch them forth, they're able to go forth and do what God has called them to do. But if they don't have that foundation, if we didn't prepare the arrows, as the Bible says, when we launch them out, they don't know which way to go. But this is the time God has called us back to the altar in our homes, back to prayer in our home. And if you weren't having that, that's okay. Bring it back now. Have yeah. the worship with your husband. Hold your husband's hands. Mm. Hold your daughter's hands. Hold your son's hand. Call your family on the phone. Minister to them so that they can get that order back in their family so that when we go forward again, if God allowed us to go back in the church, we can go back to the church even stronger than we left before because the family now has been strengthened because we're following the order and the mandates of the Lord God. So wow. family is important.
0: Amen. That's amazing. That is, that is amazing. Wow. You know, this, this is, I mean, this chapter is not even long, but it's so meaty and there's so many life lessons in it. Um, And I just want to do a quick run through again from the top. So we know that, you know, Deborah was a judge. Um, we know that Deborah was a prophet. We know that she was a wife. We know that she was, um, She people came to her to receive, um, um, you know, good judgment, to receive um, direction, right? We know that, we, we don't even have to know. So, you know, they mentioned who her husband is, but we don't have a lot of background information on that. But we know what happened in the house by the way she was reverenced outside of the mm-hmm. house, which right. is a great point that you all have made. So she goes, um, She go, so now we have that evidence, and then she goes out and she, you can tell that she is a godly woman by the way she speaks life, even in giving direction to Barak. She's given it in a way where she's edifying and building him up. So it's not like he's like, man, God did tell me to do this, and I didn't do it yet. But she's like, oh no, I, you know, she's reminding him and then she's pushing him to go forth, and then she backs off. She's not nagging him and telling him what to do or how she thinks it should be done. But she just, she set her piece and she backs up and she lets him go fight the battle. Who knows? She's probably in the background praying into the and inter- mm-hmm. what all that is happening, right? But then he doesn't even have to do a lot of fighting. He's not even, he's not even, the, he don't even kill the guy, right? She goes and she tells him, I'll come with you, but just know that if I come with you, you're not going to get the glory out of this. Like mm-hmm. you know, so I'm coming with you, but God's gonna God's gonna put it in a woman's hands. I know that we're talking about Deborah, but I feel this pull all day long to talk about Miss J. L. or Gel or Jill, however we say her name, because she she was as shrewd as a serpent. <laughs> okay, um, and it, and it just reminds me of the people of god in the bible like when you think about abraham how he lied about sarah being his wife when rahab lied to the people saying nobody was in her house how you know people in the bible lied and they did some shisey stuff just so that god's plan can can happen and so tell me about this woman because if when we go to judges five you know she is praised JL is praised and 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 like they say, like amongst all women, she's this mighty woman. He asked for water; she gave him milk. I want to go into that. Let's just you know, like we know that the fight was won. You know, the 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 enemy was killed. Like like literally, they took a a a, 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 a nail or something and hammered that through his head. Like it was ru- uh, brutal, a brutal death, right? He did the by some of the versions that he composed and then died like it it was very graphic. Right. But then Um, but then there's a song of praise at the end um, at the ne- in the next chapter, and it talks about um, just the fight and the process of the fight and the tribes that came in. And then um, in one version, Deborah talks about like I rose up, like this is confidence, right? I want to talk mm-hmm. about that confidence when she's like, I rose up and I became a mother in Israel, and because of me, like she was just going in. Um, but then this woman Jael, who 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 really pretty much put the icing on the cake. Let's talk about her, y'all. Go ahead, Lily. I know you're ready. So she was a homemaker, and and shout out to all homemakers
1: in, in, in our society. We tend to not value women who decide, I'm gonna stay at home and take care of my family. Mm-hmm. And that's, that is such an important and critical role. And if God called you to that, I think that's awesome. And it should not be devalued. That is such an important role to be a homemaker. And you know, in those days, Typically, the wife would be the tent maker. She, you know, how they move from place to place. They build a tent up and pull the tent back down. And so she was a tent maker. And so she had skills with how to navigate that tent. And I tell you, God will use every skill that you have at the right time, you know? And so she, you know, she, he asked her for water that would refresh him, but she gave him milk. I know. And I thought about it. I so, said, you know, they tell you, if you want to go to sleep, take a glass of warm milk. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to put you to sleep because I got work to do with you when you go to bed. Ah. But but, so she put him to sleep with that milk versus water, you know. And then she, of course, slapped him in the head and killed him. So, you know, it doesn't matter where you find yourself. God's got purpose for you. Again, whether you're in a marketplace or you're a homemaker, God has purpose for you. And he wants all women to know that I have a purpose for you. Mm -hmm. I want to use you in wherever state you find yourself to bring glory and the plans of God to action. So yes, of course she's important. Of course she's critical and she got the glory for killing a man that, you know, that wanted to take, take Israel down. So I applaud her. Again, if you're a homemaker, what an honored position. We honor you, that is amazing, it's wonderful. And don't let anyone make you feel less than because you decided to be at home and take care in that way.
0: Mm. She did mm. and handle business. <laughs> she did handle that business. From her home. She wow. Did. From her home. Mm-hmm. Go ahead,
2: Mia. Yeah, oh yeah. She was she let me tell you something. She was smoothing in um hey, she was smoothing in Jerome off of Martin. <laughs> <laughs> I was reached, I was like, Lord Jesus. I mean, when I say you talking about set him off, I was like I was wanted to do like this. But yeah, she did. What I've seen with her, this is what I've seen. She was needed mm-hmm. for, the, for the vision to come to pass. For God to do what it is he needed to do, mm-hmm. she was needed. And no, she wasn't highlighted as being this and that, like Apostle and yourself said, she was a homemaker, but she was very vital That's right. in what God intended to be done. She, when the king of Sisera needed Jesus. to be healed and dealt with, The Lord used a homemaker. And this is why it's so important that people be confident in who it is that God has called them to be because you don't know how vital you'll be in what it is that God is doing in any person's life. Just play, you know, stay in your lane. We hear that a lot, stay in your lane, but she wasn't. I'm pretty sure she had heard about Deborah. She wasn't trying to be a judge and everything, but in the position she was in, look at what God did. You know Mm. what I'm saying? The vision was fulfilled Mm. through a homemaker. You see what I'm saying? And so we work your lane. Do what it is that God called you to do. You know, don't, you know, keep the blinders on. Don't look to the left or to the right. It's people in the background. You know, it's people behind the curtain that's doing all of the heavy work a lot of times, you know, making sure that things ran smoothly. Mm. You know, we hear about her in that small space but was she very vital? She was. And so when I took from that, it's that whatever it is God called you to do, just be in place and being open, you know, be open for his glory to be fulfilled. And that's exactly what happened with her. Wow.
0: Amen.
1: Amen. And, you know, See, he knows. had peace for 40 years as as a result of that. Yeah. had 40 years of peace as a result of that one act from a homemaker. Yep. Wow. That yep. 40 years of peace.
2: 40 years of peace. And another thing that stuck out, want to point um back to um when Apostle Lin was talking about, you know, women um in a household that you know your first ministry is your husband and is your family. And what the Lord began to show was was minister to me is this: don't forfeit your vows mm. for a position. Mm. My God, mm. forfeit your vows for a position. That's a hashtag right there, my sister. Hashtag. <laughs> hashtag don't forfeit your vows for position. You know, seek the Lord for godly counsel. We know that it's never the will of God for our spouse to be our nemesis. Because we know, um, you know, a help meet. So, you know, they help meet the need. You mm. know, I, I used to um, always say there are two things we have to war out of the spirit. That's our marriage and our money. Because God put it there to help. Help mm. meet the need. And so you never you you never forsake your vows for position that's out of order that's not the will of God you know what I'm saying and a lot you know I think you helped a lot of people with that because sometimes people see ministry as God but it's not Mm. you know what I'm saying your relationship with God is very much different from what you do in ministry and if you're more driven in ministry than you are in your household or God then you have a misplaced passion
0: yeah because you're just doing works it's just works that you're doing and what it made me think about too is what people need to understand since we're here is that um i'm doing what you're supposed to do in your home is ministry yes you know we have we have had this idea that if you're not in the four walls in the church with a title and and a tallit on then you are not in ministry and no when i when i am home making dinner for my child that's ministry when i'm washing the dishes after you know in in the ki- that's ministry when i'm why doing laundry that's ministry if i have my husband whatever i gotta do with my husband is ministry okay <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> The so speak okay to speak it honey my first ministry <laughs> that's at your that. first ministry. that's right Praise God okay okay now look <laughs> I wanted to say this really we- like this? oh God <laughs> stop it okay look um, <laughs> okay y'all we got a little too excited there um no but one thing I did want to say, is that we started off with this and I guess we're gonna end off with this. Um, Deborah's name means bee, right? So I'm like, okay, Lord, you're the one that gave us this virtuous woman, salt of the earth title. So I gotta know what bees and salt got to do with one another. Well, bees need minerals. Mm. Bees need minerals. And so the salt is a part of their livelihood. You understand? I think that's so amazing. Another thing is like, okay, well, what is, because you mentioned Leoline, you know, they, the, the scripture says that Deborah was the wife of her husband, whose name is Lapideth So I said, well, what does Lapideth mean? Well, the original text says, um, the, 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 root word of his name is Lapid, which means a torch, which means lightning flashes, burning torches, a lamp, right? And so last week our pastor preached on being salt and light, and I thought that was amazing because we've been doing this. And what the the revelation that came to me was that um, salt water can create light. That once you put salt in water, the minerals and things they ions they separate and they create light. If there's electricity rather, and if there's enough heat in that electricity, it can spark a fire. And so for her to be the wife of his root name means a lamp and a torch. she knew the way she you know his name meant a torch so she literally was the wife of you know her head was the torch was the light she carried that and she was the voice you know i think that's so amazing and how intentional god is with his word if we just dig deep don't read it and read it for what it is but then ask God to show you something um and I don't know why this is turning into a lesson of reading the bible but this is my my, (laughs) (laughs) this is my advice to you if words stick out dig deep take that word and chew on it by that I mean find out what the meaning is you know when we looked at um when I looked at judge earlier was it judge lord what word was it um I think it was discern it was like it's two words put together you know two words put together so now you want to find out what these two words mean why were they put together to create this because you will then begin to get revelation and God will make it clear to you and um you know that's how that's how I read the Bible and that's how it it, I get the revelations that I get so I thank God for that so y'all we have six minutes what are your last words for these wonderful people watching
1: Go ahead, Apostle. Um, I would just encourage um, us to just, just, just be who God called you to be. Um, continue to pour into yourself the word of God so that you can pour into to others. You have to give out of the overflow. If you are empty, then you can't give anything. And again, recognize and realize that as a woman that my words do have power, that I have a sphere of influence. And I can speak into the life of my husband, my children, my friends, my mentees, and, 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 and see stuff happen. I recognize the importance of seeing them through God's eyes, anybody. And when you see a person through God's eyes, then you no longer focus on what they are right now, but you focus on what God is seeing in them and you call that out. So I encourage you, you know, it's, you know, it's, 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 God is just here. He's just present. He's a very present help. And and whatever you and I need, he will give it to us. We just got to stop and ask. If I want to be a virtuous woman and you desire to be a virtuous woman, you just got to ask and you got to submit to the process you know Mm -hmm. recognize that what i'm called to you may not be called to but like mia said earlier just stay in your lane do what it is you are called to do you might be the arms of the body you might be the foot but work your position and work it well and make sure you your position and you are healthy in that position so that you're not messing up the rest of the body Mm -hmm. so wherever god place you make sure that you're the healthiest person or thing in that in that position so again you don't mess up the rest of the flow so stay healthy stay in God stay in love and know that God has great plans for you but he's only one he wants to fulfill them through you not you fulfill them in your own strength it's not by might it's not by power it's by the spirit so again rely on the Lord like Deborah did. She had a relationship with God. She knew who God was. She knew the word of God. And that's why she's able to teach the word of God. She's able to counsel based upon the word of God. She's able to mentor based upon the word of God. She's able to give advice based upon the word of God, because the word of God gives life to every situation. The word will do that. So I'll just leave off with that. Mm. Do what the word says. Do what the word says. Do (laughs) what the word says
2: amen amen i concur with everything that she said and what the lord was giving me is like the last um i guess final nuggets it's make sure that um in all that you do be a mirror you know, and make sure that the mirror is a reflection of what God sees or what God says. We want to be that in, 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 um, in the public, you know what I'm saying, while we're in authority, while we're under authority, while we're in public, while we're in secret, you know, um, you know in our doing, you know, amongst the people, make sure that people see the mirror image of God when they see, when, when they see you. You know, and that helps us across the board. You know, be who you are, be who you are, know who you are, and stand on that, you know. And um, just, it was so much that just came to me, you know, like as we were going along with this, I was just like, man, you know what I'm saying? It makes me anticipate, um, you know, being, it does, it makes me anticipate being, you know, it does, it makes me anticipate being life yes. oh, I, I, I do i do i do don't be afraid to put it out there yes god put it out there it makes me anticipate on being a wife i really desire you know to do it the right way and i thank god so much for showing us models in the bible yes. and showing us models like Apostle Lealine to to know yes. that that it is so it is a way to do it but there's a right godly way to do it you know that helps and encourage me so you know even when that when the people see god in her when barat seen god in her when when her husband sees god in her you know be the mirror reflection of god in everything mm-hmm. that you do i think that's so beautiful so those were my last nuggets you know i'm, I'm just decided i am
0: yeah, that's amazing. That is amazing. Um, and just to tie it up with what both of you said, you know, um, stay in your lane. Mm. And and it's important. I'm going to tell you guys real quick because I, 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 I took a drive to Atlanta earlier this year to help a friend move. And um, we were driving a U-Haul and pulling her car in the background. And I was driving. And you know, it's so important to stay in your lane. Why number one, what is the load that you're carrying? That's a that's a big, big thing. What is the load that you're carrying? Because if you're carrying more things, you have to be careful. You can't go in the fast lane, you know, because you, you could easily tip over all these things, right? You also want to drive at a certain speed because there's people coming. With a U-Haul truck, you don't have a rear view mirror. So you got to be more careful. The mirrors and the sides are bigger, but you have to be more watchful. You know, if you easily veer off, there's no space or time for you to save anybody else. Like, other people are driving and you want to be careful, stay in your lane. Also, we're a body, right? So like Apostle Lillian said, um, you, um, if you're the arm and, I'm the, and, and, and and I'm the leg, if you're the arm and I'm the leg, then, if the leg is not working, the arm can't really go for where it needs to reach, right? So, it, I'm not better than you, we just have a different purpose. But together, we make this thing happen, right? That's right so, that's another right. thing with the ladies that are watching, those who are married, you know, I think Apostle Leoline really emphasized on playing your role as a wife, speaking life into your husband. And we have, God has given us the ability to direct and to bring life but it's with our tongue. How are you using your tongue? And those who want to be married, stay encouraged and live like a wife, live like a godly woman, be a mirror, let when people watch you, they see God, you know, be prepared, be in the acts of, so that when it happens, you're not scrambling around figuring out how to make this happen, which is what a lot of marriages, you know, that's how they start you end up having to do um counseling you know having and you have divorce all these things happen because you were not prepared which you know let's honor our our women who have been in that place who show the fruit of that and are willing to teach and are willing to pour out Mm -hmm. be under submission so that you you know be under authority so that you can be in authority you know how would you know how to be an authority if you haven't had an example you Mm want to be submitted under authority and i think that's amazing that's what happens when you married sisters you know so if you can't even submit if you can't even submit and be in under authority to a woman who's trying to teach you how to be a wife what makes you think you could do that with a man like let's just be real right so um salt of the earth you know let your speech be seasoned with salt and i'm gonna just remind you guys of the notes that we took. i think i'm gonna end it like this every single time salt A little salt goes a long way my sisters a little salt is essential for good health salt preserves salt brings flavor salt cleans salt de-ices salt heals salt prevents bugs from being from invading your space salt revives brood over brewed coffee salt kills bad odor salt relieves itchiness salt can tell you when an egg is old or when it's good And just remember, the characters of these wonderful women of God, they're quiet, they're gentle, they're peaceable, they're bold, they're discerning, they're prayerful, they're humble, and they are confident. So let's work on being that and everything else will fall into place because we're seeking the kingdom of God. Amen. 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 This was amazing. Thank you, Leah Lee. Thank you, Mia. I honor you You're both, ladies. We, we honor are- you, Bill. We Amen. honor you. Thank you for having us. Praise God. Pleasure, as always. Yes. And everyone on Facebook, thank you so much for watching, for just staying on and listening. Thank you for your comments. I pray this blessed you. Share this Amen. with somebody so that someone else can grow. Don't keep it to yourself. Okay. All right. Amen. <laughs> we love you. Have a God good bless evening. You all. Yes, until next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.